From the pages of RamblingBeachCat.com, this is Seth, Nick, and Kate here once again with your weekly podcast. Today is our Halloween episode. Yes, it's October 31st, and you basically got three choices today. Dress up as a slutty version of some costume and go make a fool of yourself at a party. Or you can do like I'm going to do, be a 31-year-old male who dresses up in a costume and goes trick-or-treating still. Or you can stay at home like a cheapskate and lock your doors, turn off your lights, and pretend you're not home while you watch scary movies. That's a good option. While you're following your kids around, making sure they don't get picked up in a windowless van, you can listen to us recount our scary stories and nightmares and dreams that we've had and also field some of your listener questions all coming up here on the Rambling Beach Cast. Uh, trick or treat, smell my feet, give me a veggie sub to eat during your lesson. <laughs> Thank you, Karen, for destroying the microphone. <laughs> what did she do to it? She was vacuuming, of all things. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I come she home. Vacuums I know. She's upset. She's like, well, I was passing. I had yeah. She destroyed my <laughs> microphone. I ended up getting yelled at for it. Oh, and no. you had it so messy up there. I was like, well, you destroyed my, my equipment and you're yelling at me. Now, I mean, to her credit, she went out and bought me these which were, these headphones are more expensive than the last ones I got but they as you can see they kind of suck they cause a lot of background noise I went downstairs and got a metal pan to put my microphone on <laughs> and they have like this <laughs> giant giant plastic bulge that's like poking into my head <laughs> that's how, that's what happens when I come to visit <laughs> yeah but usually I'm I'm looking for that action I'm not looking for that right now so big old bulge to the head yeah, and my 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 action figures were strewn. Like she was vacuuming, and the cord got caught up inside the vacuum. <laughs> and just imagine all your action figures on your bookshelf, and this vacuum is just pounding into the base, and they're all shaking and falling over. It's like Galactus is attacking. Yeah, <laughs> the Avengers right, well, have fallen. <laughs> we got a lot of good stuff this week. I asked, I, I pumped people for questions and scary stories. Basically, their night, worst nightmares or their worst real stories. I got a few things I was not prepared for. I can say at least that the majority of these I can verify. You know, I trust these people or, you know, I've known them long enough that this is something that, you know, a lot of these people I know. Pretty, a couple people I don't know sent me stuff and I was like, oh, maybe. But these were kind of weird. So um, <laughs> I guess if we want to go around a little bit, this is our special Halloween podcast. Creepy and by the way, trucks. <laughs> Yeah, yes. Kate, you're going to have to tell your story, because someone asked, one of the questions we had to get to later was, what what's the uh, worst experience you've had wearing a Halloween costume? I was like, well, you missed it last week. We'll just make Kate tell it again, because <laughs> that's an amazing story. So, do you guys want to go with your scariest dreams first? I got a couple that are really messed up. Like, I should be in an institution messed up. Mm. Scariest dreams, huh? I'll start it off, I guess. This is one I don't understand. I was watching a lot of X-Files back in uh, high school. And uh, I had a dream that I was an FBI agent, and I was doing an investigation of uh, women and babies that were going missing at a hospital. I remember we were interviewing people, and there was one woman who was pregnant, and you could actually see inside her belly, like the baby <laughs> sitting there. Um, oh, man. Now, we've been investigating stuff and trying to figure out what happened. And then after a while, we all went down to the parking lot, and we're all standing around talking. Now, to let you know this is a dream, one of the FBI agents was Prince. Nice. I don't. I don't know why. I'm not. I mean, I like <laughs> Prince. I'm not like a huge Prince fan, but I like Prince. I think he's a good musician. I just one of the FBI agents was Prince. I'm not, I'm not even sure. I want to know. What, <laughs> but anyway, um, we're sitting there, and I I suggested that maybe something paranormal could be going on, and all the FBI agents were like, "Shut up, Nick." So even in my dreams. I'm shouted down. I'm <laughs> like, well, all these women and babies are just disappearing without a trace. And then all of a sudden, while we're talking, just shots come ringing out, like all over. And everyone around me gets shot dead. And I'm like, wow. So I, I duck down behind the car and, you know, take out my gun. And I'm like, I'm really scared. You know, like, this wasn't like a movie. Like, I thought I was, this was cool. Like, I was scared out of my mind. And I go up the stairs up this fire escape, and I go into a hallway, and I'm trying to figure out where the shots came from. And as I walk into this hallway, all the doors open at once. 
and a bunch of women in hospital gowns come out and they're all blindfolded. And I look and I put my gun down and I'm like, Ugh, what is this? And they all raise guns up in the air and shoot me dead. And it was weird because I got shot dead. I felt myself fly backwards. And then one of them turned to the others and said, we're free now. And they turned around and walked out. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny Ugh. and scary. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that dream analyzed too carefully. Yeah, I don't want that dream analyzed too carefully. I don't know. (laughs) Basically, we've decided that uh, this dream means you have mommy issues, Nick. That's what this means. That's what it all comes down to is mommy issues or daddy issues. All right, one of you guys. I'll get to another one that's even worse, but one of you guys go ahead with your... Well, I have a couple dreams that I had where I dreamt about my own death. And there's nothing scarier in, in my mind. I, you never really remember most of your dreams. You remember fragments of them, bits and pieces. These are two dreams that I actually remember in their entirety. Dreaming about your own death is just something that stays with you for a while. Unless you're in the Matrix, then you die. Yeah, you take the red pill or the blue pill. But I this happened in high school. This was my senior year. The dream started off that I it was pitch black around me and all of a sudden i was laying on this slab felt like some kind of altar or some kind of just met like stone block and i because I, I remember it, was, it felt cool to the cool to the touch and i was just laying there and i looked up and this this hooded figure you know laying on my back this hooded figure comes up over me and looks down at me i just i, I couldn't move I was just laying there. I could not move. And it got a little bit closer and a little bit closer down towards my face. And then all of a sudden I felt its hands reach underneath my head. It was, this sounds a lot like you and I when you spend the night at my house. But I <laughs> That's probably why I'm dreaming about it. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't had that in a while. <laughs> Imagine the figure of death. You know, this hooded figure with bony skeleton-like hands cold hands like cradling my head and i'm looking up at this this figure it doesn't say anything does, doesn't speak and i remember feeling two things my breathing and my heartbeat and my breathing all of a sudden just stopped and all i was left with was my heartbeat Whoa. and then my heartbeat stopped and for about 10 seconds, I was just laying there, and I, my heart stopped, my breathing stopped, and then I woke up. Now, here's where the creepy part happens. If what happened before wasn't creepy enough, I wake up, and I'm laying on my stomach. You know, I'm, I'm in, in bed laying on my stomach, and I cannot move. I'm awake, but I can't move. I could see the alarm clock, and it was 6... 40 something in the morning and i just remember 10 minutes went by before i could actually move my body i mean i was fully conscious but i just could not move at all after this dream and i I found out about the whole sleep paralysis thing where your mind is awake but your body hasn't caught up with it yet but i was just i i was freaking out (laughs) yeah but that's the first instance that i dreamt about my own death Kate, you got one as we go around. No, actually, I was kind of gonna. I was gonna talk about sleep paralysis because I, I think when I was trying to, in this last, these last few minutes, trying to think of the scariest dream I had. I was think. I think that the scariest times I've had have been with sleep paralysis because that actually happens to me uh, more often, I think, than other people, and it happens to me a lot. Like if I'm trying to sleep in awkward situations, like if I'm in um, the back of a car or, I don't know, airplane, I'll wake up, my mind wakes up. Well, you guys know what it is. My mind wakes up, but my body's completely paralyzed, and it's awful. Yeah. I mean, it's just the worst. I cannot think of a more terrifying feeling. Yeah. And you're kind of out of it enough to be confused and just terrified and it just I mean it's the worst it's just the worst but um as far as bad dreams go um I don't know like after September 11th I had a lot of dreams when I was um because I think I was watching the news so much and stuff like that I had a lot of dreams where I was uh like outside 
of the towers after they'd been hit, just kind of watching all the chaos and stuff like that. Was Dale yelling were, at you about Tremont yeah, choir rehearsal? Yeah, because yeah. around the same time. I probably <laughs> had bad dreams about Dale getting mad at me about something. But, but yeah, that, those were scary, you know, and weird, but also interesting because it was like my mind sort of putting me in this place. It was all based around what I had seen in images and videos. So it's kind of strange that my mind was able to sort of recreate that event in my dream. But anyway, that was scary. I see Dale covered in white powder. Just going, ah, we got to rehearse. I got to sit <laughs> practice for four hours tonight. <laughs> oh, man, Jason. I still have dreams Honestly, I, like dreams where I've, you know, you guys probably still have the dream where you you're in a class and you've forgotten that you're taking the class, and then all of a sudden it's the final exam <laughs> oh, yeah. or something. And I still, I still, have, have... I still have dreams about piano lessons. Like I haven't practiced for, you know, a month or two months, and all of a sudden <laughs> I realize, oh crap, you know, my lesson is is tonight, and those dreams are are the worst. Afraid that Mira or Svetlana is going to kill you in your piano, <laughs> class piano. <laughs> those listening, those were our, our class piano teachers. Mira. Oh, Remember no. Mira, Mira had a crush on Brad? <laughs> I, don't, I couldn't Brad. tell them apart. I don't remember. I just remember one woman. Oh, sure. All, all Russians look the same. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> oh, how it is. Okay, no, so I guess in my mind, I just Brad. morphed them into one single human being. I don't really remember separate entities Racist at all. do that, too. They just I know. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, here's, here's mine. This one I like because it involves Katie and Brad and Seth, this dream. I had a dream. And this was so vivid, it scared the crap out of me. It sounds, I, I've got to tell you guys, it sounds so cheesy. So you have to understand that it was so vivid and real. It scared, I mean, I was terrified. I remember this happened in college. I had a dream. Me and Brad and Katie and Seth were in the car, okay? And Brad's, you know, like white Honda from 1984 that he drove around all the time. And we were at a costume shop, like a, a super, it was like a super Walmart parking lot. It was where a costume Place. And we were watching people come out of there with their costumes on and laughing at how stupid their costumes are, which that actually sounds like something we would totally do. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're sitting there and we're laughing. And I look over. I notice this guy has a costume and his skin is all green and he has black claws and he has these two big ears, like rabbit ears that are down, like lop ears. And he's holding an axe. And I remember it, I looked at it. It was like that kind of and, and like his skin was like cut in certain places and it was orange on the inside. And I was thinking, I was like, that's a really good costume. And I hadn't quite processed. I was like almost too, I mean, you can see where this is going. There's not going to be any, well, so you see where that was going. And I noticed he's walking straight in front of us. And then there's a dad with his kids and the dad's wearing Seth. You're going to have to help me. It's the star Wars character, the Moghawk or Mohonic or whatever. The guy who has the, like the long eyes protruding out of his head. Uh, you know what I'm you, talking you're about? You're talking about the, it, uh, Ithorian, the, the hammerhead guy? No, not the hammerheads. Uh, Mahonic or something. It starts with an M, not Mon Calamari. Okay, well, anyway, Star Wars mask, and he's walking out with his family, and they stop in front of him. And I can tell they're, like, arguing. Like, the dad's like, why are you being a jerk? Why are you standing there? Just let us go by. And suddenly he picks up his axe and just cuts down the dad in front of us. And, like, the kids are screaming, and everyone's running out of the parking lot. And he's screaming, and, like, you know, we all start screaming at Brad to start the car. We're like, start the car, start the car. And right when we're doing that, this thing turns and looks at us and smiles and just jumps straight up in the air. Hello? And I'm like, yeah, we're still here. Oh, did we lose Kate? Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> but you didn't hear any of my cool story just now? <laughs> no, I've been gone for, like, a really long time. <laughs> Kate, Kate was off learning another trade. Yeah. Oh, wow, podcast. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I'm not sure I what happened. Okay. Sorry. So anyway, uh, this this thing jumps straight up into the air, and uh, you know, me and Katie and Brad and you, Seth, are are sitting there like, what the heck? And then it lands down on top of Brad's car, and it peers in at us through the front window, and like we're all freaking out. Freaking like, out. Ah, freaking out. And this thing starts <laughs> taking its axe and hacking at the window just over and over hacking and it's the windows cracking and cracking. And like, I'm screaming like a girl at this point. And I mean, we're all screaming like a horror movie cliche. The car won't start, but not really. Cause it was Brad's car, you know, so that yeah, actually dependable Honda. Too. Yeah. Was yeah, Ring, was that, Ring of fire playing 
and the tape deck. <laughs> and of course, I woke up right before the glass shattered. But I mean, I woke up and I was terrified. Nice. I mean, oh, it scared the crap. And I've always considered, I've always referred to that dream as Lopier because that that creature still stays with me. Like I remember, what, what you I, refer to it as Lopier because it had giant like, rabbit ears, but they were down. Oh, <laughs> and it was, yeah, you wouldn't be laughing if you were here for the setup. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Kate's anyway. just pouring a glass of uh, glass of uh, Jack Daniels. That's all. She's yeah, doing. Trying to get through the podcast. <laughs> just yeah. getting, getting through another vodcast. Yeah. Uh, all right, Seth. I think you were going to go next. We'll, we'll get to listener ones. Those of you who are sitting there, just like I want to hear my story. Don't worry, we'll get there. We'll get <laughs> tell there. it terribly, just like ours. Yeah, but Seth, you had one more. I think. Didn't you? Yeah, I had one more. This was actually recent. This was a couple nights ago. I dreamt that I was on a train and I was in the, in the back of it, of, of, of the train near the, the caboose and, uh, the train's chugging along and all of a sudden off in the distance, I see this, like a vehicle full of armed men getting out, just uh, soldiers, something getting out. And so one of them's holding like this. One of them like, Hey, (laughs) do you want to hold this tool? (laughs) Wow. 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 I'm sorry. Okay. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're, oh my gosh, Mr. Soldier Sergeant Man, your bazooka is so big. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, but one of them is holding like this big RPG, and I'm just like, uh, they're gonna they're gonna blow up this train, and I'm in the back, so I'm like I'm I'm peering up over the train looking at this thing, and I see them, uh, they they shoot the locomotive, so the, the locomotive blows up and everything stops and i see them start boarding the train and people inside people inside they're just shooting them. they're shooting everybody inside the train and i figure what what am i uh what am i gonna do here so i basically run i make a bolt for it and i jump off the train and i'm running the other way of course there's nothing around i mean it's just open open land and i i'm running and i'm running and i turn around and look and one of them points his gun at me and shoots and i didn't feel anything so i was like i'm not shot so i'll just play dead and so i just collapsed on the ground i was like please don't please don't come over here please don't kill me please don't kill me and slowly they come up the the shooter comes up and stands over me and i feel the the muzzle the barrel of his gun in the back of my head Freudian. Okay, yeah, <laughs> and pulls the trigger, and I and I was like, "Well, I'm still yeah. here. I'm still here, but I'm not dead. But I know I should be dead. Like I just got shot in the head, but I'm still okay. Now I'll wake up." Ah. Well, nice. that's good. You've time. been watching too much Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad and Hell on Wheels. That's <laughs> the show about the constructing the railroad and the. Uh, Oh. <laughs> Post Post Civil War yeah, combined. The old, the old wow, that's scary. Don't they say that if you if you actually if you're well, isn't it? Oh, hasn't it been said before by someone in my life somewhere experts that say, <laughs> experts say that. that if your if your brain thinks that you die in your sleep, that it's possible that you know you actually shut down. I believe Morpheus said that in the mm. first Matrix movie. <laughs> Did he? Yes. I don't know. Somewhere, somewhere along the way, I someone said that to me. It's interesting, I, I'm and that's sure why it's... you can't fall. Like if you're falling in your dream off a cliff or something, you can't actually complete your fall. Oh but no! I... Oh, you have my. Well, no, my got shot. So I know <laughs> I got shot. So yeah, I di- I died. Well, so, I, yeah, I died you're... in in my first dream too. But I, I I'm sure that's there's some truth to that because I have severe obstructive sleep apnea it comes with the territory of having the body of a god uh, (laughs) named buddha but uh yeah i have yeah i've got my my cpap i got my cpap over there that uh keeps me alive while i sleep you know so i don't uh stop breathing and pass on into the ether wow so it's very possible that i could still even with my my mask on i still might stop breathing or something Wow. So let's get to some listener stories. These are some of the ones I have kind of reacted to. Should we tell the, tell the crappy ones first? Well, yeah. no, I mean, I'm, we don't want people to completely, yeah. There was one. Reese, I'm sorry I'm going to mention you, but 
But yeah, Reese tried to give one, and all he said was, well, I'm really scared of werewolves, and I had to dream werewolves were chasing me, and I was like, that's terrible. So, <laughs> we went away from that. But this one, uh, this one, initially, I didn't think would be a good story. Uh, this is Eric, Eric, who is a, um, I think he's a sophomore now at College of Charleston. Hi, Eric. You're supposed to say hi when I introduce these people, so. Hi, Eric. Thank you for your uh, story and your questions, and... Okay. For looking good on the other end of this podcast. There we go. I asked Eric if he had any recurring dreams, and Eric Eric is a man of few words. And he said, well, I had when I was a kid, he said I had a recurring nightmare about a clown cutting me open because I was afraid of surgery. <laughs> now, I mean, that's bad enough, but I was like, well, I asked him, I said, are there any details, or was it just like, boom, evil clown standing there cutting you? He says, no, it was a little more complex. This is where it got weird. So it was in a game show format, and he would get called on stage out of the crowd, and then he'd get... Um, He'd get knocked out, you know, they'd, and I can't say the word. Anesthesia. Uh, oh, it hurts my head to say that word. Anesthesia? Thank you. Anesthesia or whatever. An- and then, anesthetize. That's the word. Anesthetize, yeah. But that it is never a hard worked. word to say. Like, like sweepstakes. Sweepstakes. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. So, um, you had anesthesia sweepstakes. That's, <laughs> oh, oh, that's yeah. one. My brain bites. Oh. Um, it never worked completely, so he was still awake while they were doing it. And then the clown would just sit there smiling at him and start cutting into him. And the whole audience would, like, clap and laugh while it was going Oh, my on. God. <laughs> yeah. And he said he was afraid of surgery, but he had no idea why. Like, he didn't have any surgeries. And he used to want to be a doctor. And he had he didn't have, like, an irrational fear, fear of clowns, which I don't agree. I think everyone has an irrational fear of clowns somewhere. Yeah. But, yeah, he said that, that creeped him the heck out. That's but, crazy. Who would be the host for that game show? Would it be like Drew Carey and The Price is Right? Or would it be more like Alex Trebek? Would it be more matter of fact? I think I think it would be a drunk Bob Barker. You know, like Bob Barker goes on a bender. He's like, I'm going to spay it. Yeah, spay it, neuter it. That was the operation. That's why he was getting cut open, so he could be neutered. Pinching all the, pinching all the girls' butts and getting sued all over the place. Oh, yeah. The little, um, little microphone and kissing all the Bob Barker models. Yeah, this is from, this is from Justin. Justin sent in. Uh, Hi, Justin. He said he can't remember how old he was. It was between the ages of 10 and 15. But he had a dream where his mom would drive him to either Walmart or Publix. Which, first of all, Justin, you need to be very sure where you're going in your dream. It's Walmart or Publix. Because that's a whole different dreamscape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Walk in. Walmart or Publix. But anyway, she would run in to get something. And while she was gone, a random guy would come in through the sliding door of the van and get behind the front seat. And he would motion for Justin to keep quiet by doing the throat slitting motion. Oh my gosh. So he did. That's scary. His mom would get back in the car and she drove uh, and she would drive back. And then when they got inside, he would run and hide in the closet. And all of a sudden, he would hear his mom and brother start screaming as the guy killed them. Also Freudian. Yeah. And uh, he'd hear something rolling down the stairs, which I don't understand that part. Rolling down, I guess through a body or something. And then the crazy weird guy would come in and open the closet and then he would wake up. It's probably Kate's right. basketball from the other episode rolling there, down the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kate's, Kate's just sitting there dribbling the ball. It's like, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another one he had, well, this one isn't really a story. He just he would be in a church and some lady would turn and look at him and her eyes would turn red and she would float around <laughs> and try to attack him. Oh, man. That's crazy. Sounds like old Calvary Baptist. She just made you remember a dream that I had when I was little. Repressed memory. These are the best. I had remembered it, but I didn't think of it when you brought up nightmares. But I used to have this dream that I would be in a room. And I, I must have been dreaming this when I was two years old. I mean, I had to have been little because we were still in Louisville. I would go, I would be in a room and like this weird demon face would like come out of the wall, like appear. And I remember, I was so young that I didn't understand it was a dream. So I was terrified of that. I also dreamed when I was that young that I would go into this, like we had a basement with stairs and I would like stand, this is not a nightmare, but I would stand at the top of the stairs and just walk across on air basically. And I, again, I was too young to realize it was a dream. So I believed for for a long time that I was actually doing that, you know, and and that this demon face was real. But um, sorry, that's that's all I got. Are you sure? Well, you I think that's LSD? the podcast. We'll see all that. <laughs> that was creepy. Is that it? Jeez. Yeah, there are there are hippies that would kill for dreams like that. You know, they yeah. they take substances to. Little that like, I you met Azrael. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was 
that was real. How scary, you know? Anyway. Let's go with a couple others here. A couple of these, I'll, I'll, I'll get rid of a couple of the quick hitters. Now, these aren't bad. They just, they're bizarre. Like, there's no story to them. You're, you're like, you just, to... you just described an episode of True Blood. Or you well, just okay, described like, Twilight. Yeah, these, like... and, and I want to, I'm trying to separate these into, uh, well, you know what? I'll save one of these. I'm trying to separate them into dreams and real incidents. Uh, so I'll go, like, uh, Lori, she, all she said, and, and I don't know, like, I, I didn't want to discount this because it would creep me out, but she used to have a, a recurring dream where she'd walk down to her, her basement when she was a little girl, and there were marionettes positioned throughout the whole basement, and they just watched her. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so scary. I know, like, there's no story to that, but thinking about that, just it makes it makes... Makes you uneasy, yeah. It makes yeah. me want to, yeah, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, Andrea, or here's the thing. I pronounce it Andrea, but but she's from Ohio, so she pronounces it Andrea. Andrea. Hi, Andrew. Uh, Andrea, not Andrew. And, and, uh, uh, Hi, Big A. Big A. Okay. Um, she had a dream, and she told me about this before. She would have an alien dream. And usually alien dreams you wouldn't think would be that scary, but she, when she was a little girl, she'd be laying in bed, and she'd look over at the door, and standing there would be this creature with a really hard face. It wasn't a skull, but it was made out of bone. So it was just a really hard face. And he'd be dressed in a black robe, he'd be holding a lantern, and it would have a blue glow to it. But it wouldn't illuminate anything. It would just be a blue glow in itself. And she would look over. Now, that's where dreams happen. Like At that point, I would have been screaming like crazy. But she would try to look away from it. And when she'd look over the side of her bed, all of a sudden these long bony fingers, like E.T.'s fingers, would slither up the side of the bed and they would come towards her. And then she'd look at the door and the alien guy would be gone, but now he's standing where the bony fingers were on the other side of her bed and he'd really, like, you remember the Herman Cain ad where he slowly smiles? Oh, yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, so he would slowly grin and then he would, she would shove her foot at him trying to kick him away and at the pinnacle of her kick, one time she woke up and her foot was up in the air and just fell back down. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Elliot, Elliot. <laughs> so I'm trying, by the way, there's one story in here that I can't believe. This is someone I trust, but I'm like, I, I don't believe you. And I'm trying, I've, I've text messaged him a few times to see before we get to questions. These are the real life stories I got from people. Let's see what we got here. Okay. The quick hitter, Angela. Hi, going to be having a baby soon. Congratulations, Angela. Her story isn't really much of a story. She just, uh, it was it was back in 08. She was dressed up as Tina Turner. I, I, I didn't realize it was 08. I thought it was kind of tasteless. I thought it was like last year. <laughs> oh, okay, that's not so bad. 08, she was dressed up as Tina Turner, and she got chased by a guy through downtown wearing an Obama mask. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Every, every, every Tina needs her Ike. Every yeah. Tina needs her Ike. <laughs> uh, Michael Steele, remember him? We've had him on the show, or we've had his questions. He had a weird incident for you. This happened the past week. He ran out of gas in his truck, so he had to push his truck home over 200 yards. <laughs> so he had to push his truck home, and then the next morning he's driving a golf cart, and it runs out of gas. Now, at that point, that's just bad luck. But then later that day, uh, he's work, He's at his job, and a co- co-worker walks up holding a gas can, and it sits down next to him. And it explodes. Like the, <laughs> the gas can just pops and pours gas all over. And his 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 comment afterwards was he had gas problems. Which I was like, no. oh, oh, yeah, no. still that's kind of crazy. Yeah, no, it's kind of rough. Um, all right, this story. Well, before I'll I'll give James a go. These were emailed to us. Thank you. Finally. Thank. You. These questions were emailed or not questions. I'm sorry. These stories. We're emailed. We have a couple more sweepstakes entries. Those of you who <laughs> use the email, once once we get uh, wife beater shirts made up with the Rambling Beach Cat logo on it, nice. uh, some lucky winner is going to win one of those. Kate, and... we, should, we should get Kate to, to take a picture and autograph it, too. That'll be the... <laughs> oh, there you go, yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, and then sometimes if someone doesn't use the email, it'll be it'll be me and Seth that you get a picture of autograph. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, that'll teach you. Oh, man. You get an autograph picture. We didn't say who. Wait, <laughs> Just, what, what the hell am I going to do with a picture of Buddha? Yeah. <laughs> Where to ramble a bee catcher? Okay, so first of all, I have to plug this guy. This is one of my few real internet friends. His name is Sean Warhurst, Warhurst and uh, we have never met each other. 
Uh, Sean is actually a comedy writer. The way I know that is one time he read my blog or our our rambling beach cat. He read one of my first blogs I wrote on there, and he said, "I really like this guy's stuff," and he told me. And I really appreciated it. What I didn't know, and this is so random, is I, you know, I looked up stuff about him. He had written stuff I'd read before that I liked already on Funny or Die. If you ever go to that website, mm-hmm. he'd, he'd written stuff and had published there. Now he's starting to do freelance work, and like he just got hired to do some stuff on Guy Code on MTV. So he's really funny, and I retweet his stuff a lot. If you follow me on Twitter, so Sean Warhurst. But anyway, he wrote the story. He said he used to. And he's Australian. I never heard him speak. But he's Australian, which makes the story instantly sexier. Except it's I can't true. speak an Australian accent. Yeah. So it's like Hugh Jackman. That's a, you know, yeah. a bit, or, or Nicole Kidman, depending oh, on who you want. Now you just now you just ruined it. Who do you who do you, depending what? on who you want to fantasize about? <laughs> All right. So anyway, he used to live a house in. Uh, did you guys hear that? By the way, just now. Yeah. You just fart. Yeah, I just farted. Right on. Really. really? Yeah, that was a fart. <laughs> I thought it was like a gear turning or something. <laughs> no, no, that was a fart. Kate's complaining <laughs> about noises on the podcast now, Nick. We've come full circle. <laughs> so I'm, to... I've been very good this podcast so far. No speak, no speaker wiping. You're not no, rubbing, not rubbing I'm it trying anymore. Real hard. Yep. <laughs> yep. Resisting the urge to rub the speaker. I am. He used to live in a at a house in a place called Cobram. I'm assuming that's somewhere in. in the outback with a buddy during their teens and they kept having weird stuff happen initially it was just minor stuff like flickering lights or like the house would get cold you know like the usual stuff that people don't know but they also you know it was teen years so they had they had their guitars out and their guitar amps would sporadically just go crazy they chalked it up to just a wiring problem and it you know that was it then at some point they were having problems where like doors were opening by themselves they would lock their doors at night and stuff, and then they would wake up the next day, and the back door would be open. And you know, they were kind of concerned at first because it could be like you know someone breaking in, but nothing was ever taken. Now, this is the one where he's not sure because he said he had drink he had drunk really heavily that night. But um, <laughs> he was his friend woke him up, and he swears to this day he still says it. He could hear someone crying, like a little kid sound, like a baby crying or a little kid sound, and. He Sean was sure he heard someone say his name while he was laying in bed. At one point, they were asleep again, and they heard a massive bang. And they went downstairs to look at it, and coffee, like coffee beans, were spilled all over, and they couldn't figure out what it did. So they finally moved out, and they figured it was just them having active imaginations. But they later found out the house used to be an old maternity ward. Oh, whoa! Oh, yeah. So that, yeah, no, it was like oh, something about kids and stories. Now, we're, we're gonna go, <laughs> here's another. This one creeps me out. This is from a former student, and I can val- verify some parts of this. And uh, this is from Jack. Jack has messaged us before. Hi, Jack. He used to live like his dad was getting back on his feet again uh, after losing his job, and they, uh, for a while, they lived in a trailer. One day while they were in, let's see, I'm trying to find this part of the story here because there's some of the story I actually have to edit out for people's identities. Okay, they were living on a campground area. Like, you know, some people, like, move and live on campground areas and stuff like that. They they found a place where they could stay, and, you know, they were parked there, and everything was fine. And that night, you know, Jack was inside watching TV, and around 8, his dad, his dad and him went out to eat. And when they came back, they went to bed, everything was fine. The next morning, they woke up, and his dad was, like, wide awake and drinking coffee and reading the newspaper by the front door. And he said, Jack, I don't want to alarm you. But something scary happened last night. Now, I've, I've met his dad. I mean, this is an honest guy. This is, and his dad never told me the story. He told me. At 3 a.m., uh, someone drove into the campground with their brights on. Dad got up and turned on the coffee pot and uh, sat down you know, to read a book. It woke him up. And the same car drove up to where they were parked, circled the area twice, and pulled up behind their camper. His dad then saw that the door was unlocked. He locked it just in time because he heard footsteps of the driver advancing towards the door. The person then started fiddling with the handle and the the guy he said the guy outside was a heavy set dude with a now he, he meant salt and pepper but I appreciate the nineties reference he said a salt and pepper mustache. <laughs> <laughs> the man didn't have a weapon but once he made eye contact with his dad he ran to the car and left. The next thing his dad mentioned was that he noticed the guy like he he opened his the Facebook and and he said I've seen this guy before I think I know who he is and this guy was actually a convicted like sexual predator. They looked up his address, and it's someone, like, nearby my neighborhood. This is from years ago, thank God, so he's not here. But they drove, and they found the guy with his car and everything in a neighborhood around here. Nice. He's trying to break into their camper. 
Oh, speaking of sexual predators, um, yeah. that's a nice segue. Uh, <laughs> so, something I something I did to freak out one of my uh, my friends, Stephanie. She found out that uh, she lives down in uh, like the south part of Phoenix. Uh, her, she and her husband. And we were on our way to the house, and she was riding with me. And she starts telling me this story about how this uh, some sexual predator had moved into the neighborhood that they lived in. Because you have to announce it. You have to make it public. They send out notices and stuff when you, you know, a sex offender moves into your neighborhood. Well, so she goes, yeah, he lives two, like two streets down from us. I said, well, let's go check this out. <laughs> it's so... Yeah, it's ten o'clock at night, so it's pitch black. She's like, "No, no, let's not do it." It's like you got no choice because I'm driving. So I drive down two streets, and we we turn, and and sure enough, there's this van outside of the house. I mean, it just looks like your typical pet van. van. Yeah. And so I, I slow. She's like, "That's that's the house." And so I slow down, and we're going we're going four or five miles per hour, just slowly. It's like, oh, hold on, I just want to see what's going on. And we're look. She's looking at us. She's like, "Seth, just go, just drive. I don't want to do this anymore." And uh, many times I've heard that before. And so <laughs> we're just driving. I'm slowly driving by the house. And I'm like, what's that in the window? And she's like, "What? What? Oh my god, there he is!" And I just point. I, then I gunned it. and took off. He, he wasn't really in the window, but I just felt that it was a, <laughs> a terrible thing for me to do. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> So the best part is I had to circle back around. I had to U-turn, go back around, so I get back to their house. Ah. <laughs> go All right, we're going to go with some questions now, so it's not just me monologuing here. And this one I'm going to send to Kate, because you've got to tell the story again. Have you ever had a really embarrassing costume experience? This is from Jesse. Kate, this one's all you. Okay. You tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> My husband listened to me tell this story, and then the next day he told me that I forgot to say it was a 50th birthday party. But I think I did say that. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. So anyway, last Halloween, we were invited to this 50th birthday party. And my husband and I were struggling to come up with a costume. And, oh, okay, sorry. I've already started this story bad, worse than last time. All right, okay. let me start over. I'm, I'm good, I'm good. Okay, oh, so. Before you start, hold on. Jenna had the same question. said, have you ever had a really bad or inappropriate costume? And I said, once again, so Jenna, this is also answer to your question. Kate's yeah. going to cover both of these. <laughs> all right, go okay. ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in Ohio, first, first of all, in Ohio, they always schedule holidays different than when they really are. So, for example, this past Wednesday, my husband called me at work and said, did you know that tonight is, is trick-or-treating? It's Halloween here in Mansfield. This is last Wednesday. And I was like, what? It's not till next Wednesday, but Mansfield had decided that Halloween was going to occur a week early. <laughs> I hate it, right? So this always happens. And like 4th of July, they always decide that it's going to be on like the 1st or 2nd. It's awful. Anyway, so this this is like a setup before Halloween. So last year... I think Halloween was on a Monday or Tuesday, and so I guess they scheduled Halloween to be, like, on the Thursday before or something, and we were just in the Halloween mode, and this guy that I know was throwing a 50th birthday party, or his family was throwing him a 50th birthday party, and it was the Saturday before Halloween, so we just assumed that, okay, it's the Saturday before Halloween, obviously, this is a a Halloween party, too, like, we're supposed to dress up. I mean, who wouldn't think that? Right. Right. So we are struggling to come up with an idea for a costume. And we finally decide that since it's his 50th birthday party, it would be really funny if we dressed like really old people. So like canes and wigs and gray hair and just anything anything we could do to make ourselves look so old. We went and bought canes, you know, we bought old clothes. I bought like orthopedic shoes, all. (laughs) And we decided that we would go to this party and say that we were 50, you know, as sort of a joke to this man that I know that's turning 50. Like, ha, you're turning 50. We're making fun of you. Die soon. (laughs) Sorry. Your best years are behind you. (laughs) Neither one of us think that 50 is old. Neither one of us think that, but we were trying to like stick it to our friend, you know, just, (laughs) 
at, at this costume party that we assumed we were going to. So we show up to this party and not only is not like no one is dressed up at all. We're the only people in costume. Not only that, but also everyone there is, is 50 or older. So we are dressed like, and look like, like we made our hair gray. I wore a wig. We look like the, the guests at the party. And at first we didn't realize what was going on. And we were, you know, just kind of like in the spirit of what we were doing. And so we started saying, you know, like we're 50, you know, th- that's funny. And people <laughs> mad. And like this one lady. So are said, we. Yeah. I, you know? <laughs> and we just felt awful. So I was like, I'm out. I'm taking my wig off. I'm going to the bathroom. I'm taking my costume off. But Cameron had actually like sprayed his hair gray which was like so insulting because the people at the party had great. <laughs> we couldn't change it. So we had to stay the whole time dressed like we were 50 and it was awful and the worst experience ever. What was your hair? Were you, do you have like a beehive? Did you spray it white and then tint it blue or something? Or Like, have you seen Mama's Family? I kind of oh, yeah. look like Mama. Like I wore the wig and the glass. <laughs> That's, That's so awesome. hot. That's so hot. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, but that was the worst. That was the worst. (laughs) I I remember there's, uh, gosh, it was my junior year at UK, and we always had the orchestra, an orchestra concert on Halloween, and we would always dress up. That was, like, the cool thing about that concert. We were allowed to wear costumes on stage. And so Dr. Baldwin's always in the wizard outfit from Fantasia, and everybody was just, uh, you know, somebody was in a giant cow costume, looked like a you know the Chick Fil A ad or something, and <laughs> so the whole Tremode section is me and it was me, Lee, and Clint, or me, Lee, and Brad. It was, it was part of part of the quartet, but we all decided we were trying to figure out what to go as because we wanted to do something as a, as a section. We we're just like, what what the hell are we gonna do? So I just all of a sudden just randomly blurted out, why don't we why don't we just go as tinfoil? <laughs> And so we proceeded. We went to the, we went down to the Kroger, and we got giant reams of of aluminum foil. And so we take it back to the apartment, and we're wrapping ourselves. We're basically making tin foil armor, armor like we're some kind of uh, transformer or cheap GoBot imitation children's toy, you know. And we're just wrapping ourselves in tin foil. I made this hat. I twisted a coat hanger around to make like a helmet out of it and i wrapped tinfoil around it It had a big hoop on the top it it looks so terrible and so we're all just dressed up and and we're walk anytime we would walk it just just the slightest movement we're rustling like tinfoil and so we managed to pile into the into the van and get down to the fine arts building and so we're wearing boxers and a t-shirt or something underneath and we go out on stage. You could just hear us coming a mile away. Just shh, 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 shh. and every time we would move our slide arm, shh, 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 shh. so every every piece you could hear uh, in the most quiet moments the rustle of tinfoil. Now, what we failed to take into account is that tinfoil is an insulator. It does not breathe. By intermission, we are sweating just profusely <laughs> with this tinfoil all over us. I look over at Lee, he's turning red, and I, I'm sweating like a some kind of farm animal. And we're just halfway through the concert, we're just peeling this off, stuff off of us. We're just like, ugh, oh, get it off me, get it off me, with our arms and everything. And so by the time the concert finished, we stand up to take our bow and there is a sea of tinfoil shards just all around the lower section covering the stage. And we're standing in our T-shirt and boxers, taking our bow. And then we just kind of walked off stage and looked back and was like, Someone's well, some, clean that yep, somebody's going to have to clean that mess up. <laughs> I think my favorite costume I ever had was the year I went as Lee Watts. <laughs> I dressed up as Lee Watts. Oh, yeah. Place. And told everyone it? to breathe the whole time. All I did was just because I remember he had something wrapped around his arm for some injury he had, so I wrapped like a towel around my arm and wore like a a black t shirt that was too tight and shaved my head really short and just yeah. yelled at people to breathe all the time. Just, <laughs> just, just yeah. breathe. I, I dressed as one, my... one year. Who'd you dress as? Jack Spaulding. Do you remember him? Oh, really yeah, tough. I remember Jack. Yeah. How'd you dress as him? Um. Well, Sunglasses. like glasses. 
sunglasses on my head and a hat and like he always used to wear a backpack <laughs> do you remember <laughs> like a big backpack so i wore that and a cell phone he had like a like what was a really cool cell phone back then so <laughs> you could punch numbers on it yeah could... yeah. <laughs> yeah so one thing we did that was kind of stupid is uh when me lee and brad and yeah me lee and brad were in orchestra one year we went as the three amigos and we brought that. yeah we brought cap guns and we we had a shootout in the parking lot are you sure like, that was our... lee i think that was phil oh, oh no no it was phil yeah and we had like a shootout in the parking lot with the cap guns, which looking back now, that was very unsafe. Like someone could actually <laughs> thought we were we were shooting at each other. That's what so. kicked off the whole sombrero fad. Like in the <laughs> studio. There was a two or three year period where the sombrero was a symbol of a, a Tremone recital happening soon. Made its way into my recital program and into my flyers. Picture <laughs> there's a picture of you doing the you know, the uh, open arms, what's up kind of pose with with the <laughs> sombrero. And there's one where Brad's wearing it and I'm holding him. Like, I'm, I have him picked up, like I'm rescuing him. You know, he's wearing the sombrero. The old three amigos. Awesome. Okay, so here's another question. Where are we? Grace has a question. Hi, Grace. Okay. Thank some you of these are this, some of these are Halloween. This one's not really Halloween themed, but you're trapped on an island with a murderer, and you can have one item. What is it? Here's the cash. It cannot be a gun or a weapon. I'd take another murderer so they can uh, maybe cancel each other out. Ooh. I don't think that counts as an item. Hey, you, she set the limitations on a weapon, and I'm going with the other murderer. Okay. That's kind of an easy answer. Maybe like a helicopter so I can fly away. <laughs> yeah, peace <laughs> out. <laughs> peace out, island. I'm out of here. <laughs> and you guys actually thought of practical things. I was trying to think of like what would be cool. It's like, well, what if I had like a blow up doll? Kate comes up with the most it's like a helicopter, so I can get the heck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Murder, you go over there. Me and Shelly here are going to go enjoy some quality time alone with some coconuts and bananas. I couldn't remember this this thing. Grace had another question. When was the last time you went trick-or-treating? I remember the last time I went trick-or-treating. I was way too old. Um, I was in high school, and we just, you know, didn't really understand, I don't think. I think we thought maybe, I don't know, we knew we were too old, but we didn't really think about, like, the inappropriateness of, like, getting candy. And, you know, we just (laughs) wanted to go, and so we went. Hopping into people's vans to get candy. Exactly. Yeah. So that's. that's And what what point is to what what age is too old to go trick or treating? I think like schools. It's you're too old. Would you say middle school? I think no. I think well. I mean, I see a lot of my middle school kids here in the neighborhood, so I don't know that I teach. But like, I I think high school definitely. Middle school, that's kind of it. I think that's where you're in the gray area. But high school, yeah, you're too old to trick or treat at that point. So whenever you. Whenever you can start wearing the slutty costumes, that's, that's when you're too old to, to go trick-or-treating. All right, Kate, moment of, moment of truth. Have you ever done the girl slutty version of children's character costume? No, I really haven't. And if anyone knows me and, and can think of a year that I did, I really don't think I ever have. In college, I mean, I was Amber and I were foot, UK football players one year. I think I was an 18% gray card one year because I was in photography. <laughs> like <the door laughs> that's, well. that's pretty nerdy, yeah. I, yeah. Never, I never did that. I really didn't. I, I, no, I, I respect that because I see middle schoolers in my neighborhood dressed skanky. Uh, I yeah. mean, it's like, come on. I mean, that really is the formula for it, though. You, you take whatever you want and you just put slutty in front of it, and it becomes a Halloween costume. Like, I'm going to be a Chick-fil-A cow. No, I'm going to be a slutty Chick-fil-A cow. <laughs> yes. Okay, so let's slutty see. Slutty okay. Optimus Prime. This one Kate can answer probably in depth. Seth and I will have a little trouble with this one. Ariana uh, asks. Hi, Ariana. Have you ever been asked out by a guy? <laughs> mm. So, Kate, I think, you, I think you're, you're set on that one. You've got it. Yeah, a- I mean, <laughs> I have. Um, <laughs> like have, have any guys not asked you out, Kate? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, definitely been rejected as well, or wanted that to happen and it hasn't. So, you know, if That's is it Ariana or 
Ariana? Yeah. Ariana, yeah. Her name, girl. yeah. If she's having issues, don't don't sweat it. It'll be fine. You know. Yeah. Um, you they have... Ariana, listen to me. Listen to Uncle Seth. Soon, you will have all the control over men that you could ever possibly want. Women, basically, in a matter of 30 seconds to a minute of meeting men, have decided whether they are going to have any kind of relations with them at all. You will have all the power. Don't you worry. Just go with it. Yeah. And her other question was, uh, this one I really like, have you ever wanted to be a dinosaur? Oh, heck yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, Seth, we didn't answer a question. Hold on, let's go back. Have you ever been asked out by a guy? I, I have not, and I, I realize that, and I feel a little bit... No, I haven't either. Although, is there a guy that you would want to ask you out? George Clooney. George Clooney, yeah. Like, I, I would probably in the end say no, but just to say that happened. Yeah, like uh, someone like... <laughs> like... Like someone like, uh, say, Tedrin. Like, if Tedrin asked me out, I would feel honored. But I would, I mean, I wouldn't say yes, but I would feel, like, honored because he's such a cool person. Yeah. That's the thing. It made me wonder. It's like, am I, am I not? Yeah, when I thought about it, I actually kind of felt bad about it. I don't think a guy has ever asked me out. Kate, yeah. have you ever had a girl ask you out? Yeah, I think I have, but I, I was so naive that I didn't really know what was happening. It's all just a vodka blur. Just a yeah. <laughs> I had a girl approach me once and ask me, out of like I didn't know her, but she, she wanted... like, do you want to be on my softball team? <laughs> We're gonna go shoot some hoops, Kate. Yeah, she asked me to lunch. I I don't know. She could have just been wanting just to make you to lunch, friends, yeah. but I don't know. I I think it may have been an ask out, but I don't know. How do you determine that if it is an ask out? I don't like, know. It... I I mean. Because I I, there there are women who get freaked out if I ask them to do anything. If you really if if you have no attraction to somebody, then you take extra precaution that you are never alone with some that person or that you don't want to lead them on in any way, shape, or right. form. So it just women will be like, "No, I don't want to go have lunch with you." Or they'll make up some excuse or something. It's like I just want to go get lunch. Yeah, and be friends. Yeah, it, it's like it's impossible for them to comprehend that I may just want to be friends with them. Right. And now that's the thing I, I really have sympathy for for gay people because not only do they have to deal with all of that crap, but then there's the whole, hey, I've got to figure out too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's a whole different mind game. Like, oh gosh, that makes like it's hard enough just dealing with. I wonder if this person will say yes to ask me out, but then it's, I wonder if this person shares the same. Attraction <laughs> towards other humans. Yeah, like oh, that's he, that's a tough. He likes Star Wars too. I wonder if he will let me inside him. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, let's see here. What else? Uh, Zach asks, "What is your best slash worst Halloween experience?" I tell you, my uh, my probably the best one I can remember is uh, from a couple years ago. My my old roommate Keith and I would basically just sit outside uh, of the of the house here and watch the talent go by and keith would always it was an excuse for keith to put on his bathrobe and we'd be smoking cigars like you have there or something so it was like we we're kind of in costume but we're just watching all the all the talent walk by because our neighbors would always have a halloween party and i bet they will this year there's uh group of college students who live next door to us and they always have just a smashing halloween party so we get to see lots of you know slutty hello kitty and uh, slutty wonder woman that's one that, that's pretty popular slutty my little pony <laughs> Slut, slutty raggedy ann all sorts of wonderful costumes Nice. wow like if it got co- one is like slutty made well you put slutty in front of that so it's slutty slutty made Get, get the double, <laughs> double, double slutty. Can we just cancel each other out? No, no, it's two positives. Okay. <laughs> Not two negatives. I get you, I get you, yeah. <laughs> slutty squared. Slutty squared. Nice. I can't think of a worst. My I worst are said. Yeah, no, that's pretty bad. <laughs> like, I imagine somebody who's gotten their candy taken away from them. Like, they got robbed, or they got home and their parents, like, were inspecting the candy, and they just okay. took it all away. Okay, I just thought of my worst one. I just I just remembered it. 
Um, I remember I was in sixth grade. Do you remember the old '90s X-Men cartoon? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was premiering that weekend, and I was so excited. Oh, man. And me and my my best friend at the time, Johnny, we were going out trick or treating, and when we got done trick or treating the neighborhood, we went on a round two. It started trick-or-treating, like, going through again a second time. Nice. And my parents didn't know I was doing that, so I was out as, like, you know, a sixth grader till like, 11 or something. And I got, like, my dad was furious with me. I got in a lot of trouble. I got grounded and missed the premiere of the X-Men cartoon. Oh. I still remember being upset about that. Curses. I know that's pathetic, but I still remember that. That was terrible. Of all the shows to miss, man. I know. X Men I mean, I... and Spider Man in the early '90s. That was like that was the jam. Because then, the Spider Man and X Men and the Tick. Those were all my Fox. That was my Fox Saturday morning. That was that was terrible. Okay, uh, let's see. Just got a couple more here. Well, no, I think that's about it. We're right see. on time. Oh, nice. Yeah, we're about to end here. So those are scary. Thank you guys for sending in the scary stories and the questions. We actually have a couple, but they don't really fit with Halloween much, so we'll save them for next time. Did we ever have any Halloween Dale stories? Yeah, what was Dale doing for Halloween? Did he ever dress up? Or anything? No. No? No, we never never had a Tremone choir gig or anything. Any any reason for us to be around on Halloween with him. Hmm. I could see him dressing as like, Dale, what are you? Uh, I'm a Bach clinician. I'm a... (laughs) I'm going to sell you an instrument. <laughs> <laughs> what about, like, mar- we were in marching band with Halloween, right? Did we ever dress up or any? I don't remember. They never guess... let us dress up for Lame. marching band. Yeah, we know. Ne- yeah. Lame. I remember in high school, though, I got to dress up one year in Texas. When I was in high school, I got to dress up in a Halloween costume. So I, I put on, like, a big old bed sheet as a toga and had a olive branch in my hair and Everybody's yeah. tripping, tripping over their costumes and stuff, trying to <laughs> trying to march on the field. But that was good fun. You know, you're right. I can't think of marching band we ever did. I know there were Halloween parties. Yeah, I totally remember Halloween parties at like Nick Nick McGahey McGahey's and Jack's house. Yeah. We had like hooch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man, those yeah. days. I remember the Halloween parties, and I remember. Only but I don't college think... credit for hooch. Yeah, I don't think there was any. I can't remember if there was anything we did for marching band that you would think. Okay, now you got me thinking. You would think that we would have done something. Maybe yeah. we can put that out to our listeners. See if anybody, any of our friends who are listening, if you remember any uh, Halloween parties or stories from our UK marching band days. And if you do remember, please remember to send those to questions at <laughs> ramblingbeachcat.com. One more time for those of us who want to hear it in a sultry tone. That's questions. Beachcat. dot com. Oh yeah, yeah. So and sorry about we had some audio problems. But yeah, like I said, my wife was in her, one of her vacuuming rampages and destroyed <laughs> every <laughs> every week. It's the vacuum apocalypse, just <laughs> crushing figure action figures and chewing up cords. I said, I said, no more vacuuming the man cave. And she's like, but it'll get gross in there. I said, yeah, but none of the equipment will get destroyed. <laughs> now, is your man cave actually in the the basement, or is it? I feel no, like it's, you're it's, upstairs. Yeah, it's upstairs. Why do I feel like you're upstairs? Why did I know that? You must have said something about being upstairs. I've never said that. I think I think it was maybe I sense because of the way that your footsteps were earlier or something. You just seemed like you were upstairs. Yeah, you, well, I think you probably heard him coming up the stairs. Yeah, coming back to his mic. That might yeah, be. I guess that's what it was. Yeah, it's one of them sublingual messages. What it is? It's one of them. <laughs> People here they call it. I'm I'm in the frog finish room over garage. Whoa, that's I like what they that. call it here. Yeah, I can I can see that man cave just is. That's uh, a little more a little more epic. When we epic. moved into our place here, we have a big master bedroom and a small like um, kind of guest room. And we decided that we would make the guest room our master bedroom and that the master bedroom would be turned into like this glorious like studio area or something. Yeah. Instead, the master bedroom, the huge room, I'm actually sitting in it right now, is totally empty. (laughs) It's like this huge empty room with nothing in it. And we keep thinking it'll transform. But we've been here. (laughs) 
this is our fourth year and it's just been this huge empty room so when people come over to like sleep at our house we set up an air mattress in the center of this like huge empty <laughs> you space. will sleep there you you're will. like wow your guest room is huge <laughs> well you can but, turn um, it into a giant uh, repository for children's candy and possibly children themselves come wednesday <laughs> that's true oh well, i will I, I can't our halloween is already passed oh that's here. right yeah you've already yeah. <laughs> halloween will now be during spring break exactly how stupid that Welcome doesn't happen anywhere else right or they just uh, decide halloween's a different day it's an ohio thing it's weird i hate it i really hate it yeah well we are right on time we're gonna finish this up and Send it out to you, our, our intrepid listeners, on Halloween Wednesday. Yeah, yes. stay Wednesday. stay safe tonight. If you uh, if you aren't, you know, if you're home alone, watch or a scary movie. Send your candy to questions at <laughs> dot com. Another good um, theme would have been the the worst scary movies of all time. Yeah, oh. some of the best B movies. We might yeah. talk about that later. It's still. November is still kind of the uh, creepy pumpkin season. but uh, First Thanksgiving. Yeah, we can talk about it next week. But. All right. Well, I'm going to uh, go downstairs now and ask my wife for the receipt for these headphones so I can uh, <laughs> go get some new ones. All right. All right. He used to live a house in, uh, did you guys hear that, by the way, just now? Yeah. Did you just fart? Yeah, I just farted. Right on. Believe in the hope.